Hi there, Rachel here. If you're listening to this episode in May of 2024, I have some big news. After selling out during the holiday season, my Flex of Gold journal is available for pre-order right now and will be shipping to your home by the end of June. To celebrate, we're running an amazing pre-order sale for Mother's Day. Purchase the journal before May 13th and you'll get $10 off every journal. This is our best price of the year, even better than Black Friday, so it's the perfect time to stock up for gifts for family and friends. This three-year journal helps mothers to notice, savor, and write down the fleeting golden moments that they experience with their children each day. So go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to reserve your copy, and you'll also see our brand new cover colors, as well as our new cover option, which is a wipeable vegan leather. So again, go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to pre-order your journal, and from now until Mother's Day 2024, they'll be marked down by $10 each. I can't wait for you to experience the magic of this beautiful gratitude journal for mothers. Hi, friend. I'm popping in today because I have something special for you. It's not often you hear from me on a Wednesday, but when something is this important, I have to break away from the regularly scheduled program. There are lots of moms listening to this podcast who know that they love their kids, but aren't sure that they love motherhood all the time. How do I know this? Because I used to be one of them. Between calming tantrums, bedtime battles, never-ending laundry, and the crushing weight of the mental load, I sometimes felt like Princess Anna from Frozen, wanting to scream into the void, I can't live like this anymore! Can you hear her voice in your head saying that? Frozen was my daughter Sally's go-to movie for several years straight, so I can definitely hear that line in my head. If you're feeling a bit like Princess Anna, desperate for your life to change, I want you to know that you're not crazy, and you're not alone, and you're not stuck. There is a way to find yourself in your joy again. It's my mission to help every woman know that she deserves to feel deeply fulfilled in every stage of her motherhood, and it's possible. Yes, for you too. You can feel joy and confidence in your life every day, and I would love to show you how. For the next 48 hours only, you have exclusive access to the audio version of my masterclass, Find Your Framework for More Meaning in Motherhood. This is the class that I've been teaching to live audiences on Zoom the past couple of weeks, but maybe you never got signed up for that class because as a podcast listener, you like to learn at your own pace while on the go. Well, this audio class is perfect for you. I will say that this class is very interactive. You'll hear me guiding the women through a self-assessment. They're filling out a Venn diagram, and I want you to have access to that activity as well. So go to 3in30podcast.com slash framework to get the worksheets and the self-assessment that we fill out together during this class. Again, that's 3in30podcast.com slash framework, but don't wait. This will only be available through Friday at midnight. Are you ready to hear a little bit about the path that I took to escape my burnout within motherhood? It's possible for you too. Here we go. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Find Your Framework for More Meaning in Motherhood Masterclass. I am so, so excited that you're here. And I wanted to encourage you as we are beginning that if you can, try to turn off all distractions and find a quiet place to learn because we are actually going to walk through an exercise, a self-assessment where you're going to get to think deeply about how you are doing within your motherhood right now and within your personhood right now. And you deserve this time to reflect and to think. So do your best to be here with us. I sent out this worksheet to you via email. So hopefully you have this. If not, you can always just draw a Venn diagram on a sheet of paper. And I hope you have a pen to fill this out and take some notes. 
as well as some markers, colored pencils or crayons, red, yellow, and green. This is going to be part of our self-assessment. I just want to kind of let you know the rundown of what we're going to be doing in the class. So during this class, we will learn the nine-part framework for self-assured motherhood. And that is what we're going to be filling out in this Venn diagram here. We are going to complete a self-assessment so that you leave the class with a clear picture of how you're doing in each of the nine areas of the framework. And this will be totally personalized to you and to your journey. I'm also going to tell you a little bit about my Self-Assured Motherhood program, my full program that only opens once a year, and it's open right now. So if that's something that you're interested in, I want you to have all of the details for that. And before we get started, I did want to introduce myself and introduce my program director, Stacy, who's also here. So I'm Rachel Nielsen, and I'm the founder of the 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms podcast. I am a former high school English teacher. I absolutely love to teach, and I'm the mom of two miracles. Noah is 11, he was adopted, and Sally is eight, and she was conceived through IVF. And so that's a little bit about me. And then Stacy, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy. Like Rachel said, I'm the program director. I have three kids. I have an eight, five, and two and a half right now. Professionally, I have a master's in education and a couple certifications in simplicity parenting and Tinker Garden. Um, I used to teach, and now I'm here interacting and teaching here. So just really happy to be here and love working on the team with Rachel. We co-teach the Self-Assured Motherhood program together, so you'll really get a feel today for our style. And Stacy was also a guest on 3 and 30 recently. If you heard the episode about having boundaries with your children, how to have loving boundaries with your children, that was Stacy that taught that class. So I'm so glad to have her here and so grateful to have her on the team. So before we dive into filling out our framework and all of our pillars, tell me how you feel right now about motherhood. And you can be honest, this is a safe place. I'm gonna let some of these responses roll in and then I'm gonna read them. And I think that you will hear some of yourself in these responses. Okay, here we go. Exhausted, exhausted and overwhelmed, overwhelmed, exhausted, hard, annoyed, exhausted. You're hearing that word a lot? Um, insecure, a journey. I love that description. It is such a journey. Overwhelming, overwhelmed. I do enjoy it, but it's boring sometimes. Totally agree. Hannah says, like, I'm always failing someone. Mm, that hurts my heart to read that, but I totally understand the feeling. Louisa says, grateful, but so drowning. Yep. I have felt that many, many times. Anxious. I know I could do so much better now. Okay. So as you keep reading down these answers, I hope that you see that you are not alone in feeling this. And sometimes as moms, I think we feel the heaviness of motherhood and we really feel like everybody else around us is loving it. And that's not always the case. And so you have a community of moms here to support you. I'm sure that there are some of you here that are in a pretty good place right now. And I'm so, so grateful for that. Wherever you're at, whatever you're feeling, I want you to know that you belong here and that you're not alone. I took a guess at how you might've been feeling when I was creating this webinar and I pulled together some pictures from my life that I hope might give you a laugh to let you know that I'm right there with you. So maybe you feel burned out and touched out like I do with this little girl hanging off of my back. Maybe you feel very tired. 
this is one of the worst pictures that's ever been taken of me that my daughter snapped while I was taking a nap in the middle of the day. So thanks, Sal, for that beautiful shot of me. Maybe you feel content. And I love kind of the juxtaposition of these pictures because even when you're feeling so burned out and tired as a mom, in the midst of that, maybe you still feel really content or you have moments of great contentment and joy. I love the joy on my face here in this picture. Maybe you're feeling buried, in this case, quite literally by my children. And I have always wondered when I see this picture, who took that? <laughs> I found it on my phone and I'm like, did I take that? Did my husband take that? I am buried in children. Maybe you feel delighted. And again, love the joy on my face here. This is the most recent picture of me with my kids and I can't believe how tall my boy is getting. And maybe you feel it all at the same time or maybe all within the same day or within the same hour. You can go from feeling super burned out to feeling super delighted to feeling overwhelmed that is so normal and part of motherhood, all of the ups and downs. So I'm gonna ask you another question. And again, I want you to share in the chat, what do you want to feel within your motherhood? Take a second and really think about that and then tell us in the chat, what do you want to feel within your motherhood? Stacy, do you wanna read some of them out? They're coming in really fast, yeah. so it might be Yeah, to... they are. Fulfilled, seen, at peace. I want to feel like my true self and present. I'd love to be more calm, connected, inspiring, supported, delight, happy, and content. I want to love being a mom, not just endure it, because I know it's important. Mm, so true. Mm -hmm. I love these. Present and true connection, assured in my role and in myself, appreciated. Yes, we all want to feel that. Present, joyful, fulfilled, confident. I love these words. There's so much hope in these words as compared to some of the words that we were using to describe motherhood at first. And this is the journey that I want to help you take to go from some of those heavier feelings of motherhood to more of these joyful feelings of motherhood. And I want you to know that it is possible. One of my core beliefs is that women deserve to be deeply fulfilled and happy in every stage of their motherhood. And it's possible if you just can get the right support and get to know yourself in a way that you can give the best of yourself to your children. So my goal for this class is that no matter how you came in feeling, my goal is that you will leave feeling excited and empowered to create a motherhood experience that truly fits you. And I'm so excited to introduce you to this framework that I've created, the Pillars of Self-Assured Motherhood. So when I tell you that it is possible to feel happy and fulfilled in every stage of your motherhood, this is the how. The Pillars of Self-Assured Motherhood is how you get there and how you do it. So grab your Venn diagram and grab a pen, and we are going to go through this and fill this out together and talk about what makes up a happy, fulfilled motherhood experience. So the first thing I want you to put in the middle is the goal. And that is to be a self-assured, happy, confident, fulfilled mother. So how do we get there? During all of my work and all of my research for my episodes and the dozens and dozens of books that I have read, I narrowed it down to three pillars that lead you to become a more self-assured mom. And those are the three main circles of the Venn diagram. And the first pillar might surprise you because it actually has nothing to do with your children or parenting strategies, it has everything to do with you. 
And that first pillar is to know yourself. And I purposely made self its own word. Typically yourself is a compound word, but I separated it because I want you to think of yourself as a being that deserves care and respect and deserves for you to know it well. Just like you have a relationship with other people in your life, you need to have a relationship with yourself, your capital S self. The second pillar of self-assured motherhood after you know yourself is to honor your needs. And so again, we're not talking anything about parenting strategies or how you're interacting with your kids yet. You need to know yourself well and then care for yourself as conscientiously as you care for everyone else in your life. Do you know what you want, need, and desire? Do you know what bothers you and what your dreams are? And are you taking care of that person? Are you your own best friend, essentially? That is the second pillar. And then finally, after we do that work, we move into the third pillar, which is to love your people. So when you can come from a wholehearted place of truly knowing who you are and caring for yourself and loving yourself, then you can bring that to your people and love them better. And that leads to true self-assurance within your motherhood and within all of your relationships. So one of my favorite things about Venn diagrams is the overlap. And I had a lot of fun as I was creating this thinking about, okay, when you overlap these things, what do you get? So when you know yourself and you honor your needs, what's the result of that? And I just want to ask you, think about it for a second. If you know yourself and you're honoring your needs, what's the result going to be in your life? Tell me in the chat. Lots of great words here. Fulfillment, success, your own cup is filled, peace, contentment, confidence, calm, yes, enough. All of these are such great, great words. And the word that I came up with that's at the intersection of knowing yourself and honoring your needs at the same time is inner peace. And don't we all want that? that result of inner peace. Then at the intersection of honoring your needs while loving your people. So you are engaged in these relationships with others, but you're not throwing yourself into them so fully that you're neglecting yourself. You're continuing to honor your needs while bringing the best of yourself to them. The result of that is going to be safe relationships relationships where people aren't taking advantage of you because you wouldn't allow that because you're honoring your needs. Relationships where you're appreciated, relationships where you are known. That's going to be the result of honoring your needs while loving your people at the same time. And then finally, if you love your people while you know yourself, if you know yourself well and you bring that to your people and you're not pretending to be anybody that you're not, you are accepting yourself, strengths and weaknesses and all, and you're bringing that to your people, you are going to have authentic relationships. And I don't know about you, but I would love to have these things more in my life. Inner peace, safe relationships, and authentic relationships. And I can honestly say that over the last 10 years, I have done so much therapy and have done so much inner work and I am at a place where I have these things, where I know myself, I honor my needs, and I love my people. And I do generally day-to-day -day feel inner peace 
feel like my relationships are safe and feel like I can be authentic with the people I love and that they love me for me. And that is an incredible place to be. And I want that for all of you, which is why I created the Self-Assured Motherhood Framework and Program to help you to get to this place as well. So the opposite of these things is what we don't want. And we're going to put it outside the framework. We're going to write it down, but we're going to write it outside the framework. If you don't know yourself, you are going to stay unfulfilled. You're always going to have that nagging sense that there's something more, that you're not very fulfilled. It's because you don't know yourself well enough. So you don't even know what you want. So you're going to stay unfulfilled. If you're not honoring your needs consistently, tell me in the chat, (laughs) what are you going to feel if you're not honoring your needs consistently? Charlotte got it. First answer, burnt out, she said. That's the answer that I put here. You're going to stay burned out if you're not honoring your needs. And I love some of these other words too, mad. You're going to stay mad. (laughs) You're going to stay resentful. A lot of you were saying resentful, and it's so true. Depleted and resentful. Run over, Katie says. Yep, empty if you're not honoring your needs. And if you're not loving your people, or you're not loving them in a way that you feel good about, you are going to stay in mom guilt. You're always going to be thinking that you're not doing enough, you're not showing up as your best self, and you're going to have that nagging, guilty feeling that we all hate. So I don't want you to stay in these places. If you are there now, I want you to move towards these places in the middle of the diagram. And so now we're gonna walk through how to get there. What does it mean to actually know yourself? What does it mean to honor your needs? What does it mean to love your people? We're gonna fill these all in and I'm gonna try to give you kind of a bird's eye view, all nine pillars, we're gonna fill them all in. And then we're going to do a self-assessment where I'm going to have you actually use your green, yellow, red crayons or markers to color in and assess how you're doing on each one of them. I'll help you do that after I introduce all of the nine pillars. And I'm actually going to ask Stacy to jump in as well and to help me introduce these nine pillars to you. So Stacy, do you want to talk about the first three that are under know yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. So that first one under know yourself is voice your values. Once you've defined what is uniquely important to you, and it can't be everything, like it's not everything that's important in your whole life, but those values that you really hold fast to, you can use it as a lens to make all the decisions that affect you and your family. The second one is celebrate your strengths. When you stop trying to fix all your weaknesses and instead take that energy and use it to celebrate your strengths and to compensate with those strengths, you will find new levels of fulfillment in your life. So in this pillar, we would dive into identifying your unique strengths and weave them into everything you do as a mother and beyond. The last one in Know Yourself is study your story. So we know that your past impacts your life in the present much more than you probably realize. And in that pillar, we would learn how to explore and honor your past while consciously choosing and envisioning your future. So these are the three main tenets of how you get to know yourself. You voice your values. You state what's important to you personally. You celebrate your strengths and stop focusing so much on your weaknesses. And you study your story your history, your past, your culture, your upbringing, and look at how it is impacting your present. And that makes up 
our first trimester of how to know yourself. So now we're going to move into honor your needs. How do you do this? We all want to do this. As moms, we're like, yeah, I don't want to be burned out. I want to honor my needs, but how? And here's the breakdown. So the first thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to bolster your boundaries in order to honor your needs. And good boundaries protect us from burnout. They protect us from resentment and codependency. And they also protect other people from us. You know, so often with boundaries, we think like, it's all about like, protect yourself, you know? But really it's about when you have good boundaries, you're not resentful of other people. You don't explode because you're burned out because you've had good boundaries and you've been honest with yourself and with them all along. So that is what we talk about in this pillar of bolstering your boundaries. And yes, Emily B says alliteration. I'm a former English teacher. You know, it had to be alliteration. Our second pillar within the pillar for honor your needs is to sanctify your soul care. And what that means is that you are setting it aside as holy. You are sanctifying the things that make you feel like yourself, the things that are good for your soul. And within this pillar, we talk about how your soul is your body and your spirit. So you have to be doing things to nurture your body and care for your body well, as well as your spirit. And for some people, for me, I'm really good at one and not the other. I'm really good at nurturing my spirit and I'm not so good at nurturing my body. And so that's something that I'm really working on within Sanctify Your Soul Care. And then our final tenant here is to pursue your purpose. And I really truly believe that pursuing your purpose is a need. I believe that if you are going through your life feeling like there's something deeper that you're meant for and you're not pursuing it, you will feel drained and unmoored and lost. And I think that pursuing your purpose is a basic need that all human beings have. But it's hard to figure out what your purpose is sometimes. <laughs> and in our class, we go through an exercise where you define a theme for your life, that your purpose is kind of a theme that has been with you since childhood. And you can track it and map it and see, okay, in this season of my life, maybe I can't go out and save the world, but I can still use this purpose in small ways every single day, because that is going to give me a much greater sense of fulfillment. And it's a core need that I have as a human being. So that is pursue your purpose. All of that makes up honoring your needs. And then Stacey, do you want to talk through our last trimester here of love your people? I'd love to. So love your people. The first part is that we gather the good. When we focus on the good, the good gets better. That's both for us and the people around us. So we're going to focus on the positive within our motherhood and our other relationships so that you can change your perspective and live with more joy. And your children's behavior will also improve. When you're focusing other- on the good in your kids and you're getting positive momentum, mm-hmm. not only will you be happier, but their behavior will improve. And some of you may know that I have a Flex of Gold journal. It's a signature product. And it's a place for you to capture and write down all the little Flex of Gold that you have as a mom, one per day. So even in like the hardest, worst seasons of motherhood, if you can find one thing to focus in on and write down, it can make all the difference for you. And so that's why we have this gather the good pillar. 
The next one is communicate for connection. So the way that we talk to the people around us and our loved ones, it either strengthens or breaks our connection to them. So in this area, we're going to learn how to stop yelling and other negative patterns that you don't want in your life um, with a focus on emotion coaching and active listening. And the last one is support their struggles. So we cannot fix or save or prevent our people's challenges, but we can support them when we're equipped with the right tools. We're gonna focus on accessing resources to support your people with whatever struggle you're facing and helping us have a better mindset around those struggles. So we no longer feel like we're responsible for the struggles. Mm -hmm. We are just there as a loving support to our Mm -hmm. children, to our spouse, whoever it might be that we care about. That's what we are going to dive into within support their struggles. So when you put this all together, you have a framework that breaks down basically your well-being. Like... If you can start to do these things, then you will start to feel much more self-assured, much more inner peace, safe relationships, authentic relationships more often. You're never going to be doing all of these things perfectly all the time. But if you can move towards understanding these nine pillars, then you are going to feel a lot more at home within your motherhood, a lot more at peace within your motherhood. One of my team members, Hannah, calls this the wheel of well-being which I like, again, alliteration. It helps you to figure out so much in motherhood is not concrete. Like, you know, you're not doing well, but you aren't sure why. (laughs) You're like, I feel unfulfilled. I feel burned out, but why? And this tool gives us a way to see concretely, okay, I'm really struggling right now in voicing my values. Everything feels super important to me and I need to get clear and name what matters in my life. Or I'm really struggling right now in soul care and it's affecting everything else. And so I'm going to focus in on taking better care of my soul. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to help you do that. We're going to help you to see exactly where you are in each of the nine pillars of the framework. So you can see it visually. So it's concrete and tangible. And Stacy and I are going to read you a little assessment that we put together that defines what it means to be green within a category, what it means to be yellow, and what it means to be red. And when you hear yourself in our definition, then you can color it in on your framework. And try not to overthink this. Try not to be like, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of orange. You know, just go with your gut of which one fits you the most right now, today, in this moment, in this season of motherhood. And don't forget that I will give you a copy of this at the end of the class so you can look back at it and read it and really define it further for yourself. So basically, green means that you're thriving, yellow means that you're working on it, and red means that you're struggling. And we're going to break that down a little bit further within our definitions. Okay, so we're going to start with voice your values. Let me read this definition to you. If you are green in Voice Your Values, you can define concretely your three to five unique values as a mother, and you think of them often when you're making decisions for yourself and your family. Most of the time, making decisions feels easy and clear, and your schedule feels purposeful. If you're yellow, you have a vague sense of what your values are, but you haven't voiced them out loud or written them down and it's easy to lose sight of them in the busyness of family life. And if you are red, you are not sure what your unique values and priorities are as a mom, 
everything feels important to you and you often feel overcommitted, stretched too thin and frustrated with your kids and yourself. So go with your gut. How are you doing and voice your values, green, yellow, or red? Jordan said, since I can't choose orange, yellow, and you are allowed to choose orange. There's no right or wrong way here. Some people are like chartreuse, lime green. Some people are like blood red. <laughs> I'm like so red that it hurts. You know, yep, I've been there too. Jessica said she's surprised to realize that she's red. And that's what's so great about this assessment. It makes it concrete. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that I struggled with that until I heard that definition. Stacey, can you read to us about Celebrate Your Strengths? Yeah, so in green, you can define concretely five of your top talents and personality strengths, and you consciously weave those into the many roles you fill, motherhood, work, friendships, and beyond. You feel good about yourself and don't often compare yourself to other women, talk negatively to yourself, or wallow in mom guilt or shoulds. Yellow, you have a sense of what your gifts are, though you haven't articulated them or given much thought to how you could bring them into all the different roles you fulfill in order to find more fulfillment. Red, you don't know what your unique gifts are and you often compare yourself to other women. You often talk negatively about yourself and spiral into mom guilt for all the things that you should be doing but aren't. So go with your gut, green, yellow, or red, color that in on your VIN. We're now gonna to move to study your story, this pillar right here. And I'm gonna read you these definitions. So listen careful, I know it's a lot of words, but go with your gut, green, yellow, red. Green, you have reflected thoughtfully about your past and how it might be impacting your present, particularly your motherhood. You are consciously working every day to honor and heal from your past while also living in a hopeful present and envisioning an empowered future. So this doesn't mean you have to like have nailed it. It means you're working on it. You're aware of it and it's conscious for you that you're healing from your past and honoring your present and your future. Yellow, you have given some thought to how your past is impacting your present, but you aren't sure what to do with that. You feel too busy to really think about it. Although you do recognize that stress responses from your past are holding you back. And then red, you have not given much thought to how your past is impacting your present you have either been oblivious to this or you have been avoiding looking at this because it's painful. It's hard for you to stay present and even harder to imagine a hopeful future. Okay, let's move to bolster your boundaries. Stacy, can you read that one? Green, you carefully consider your limits and needs before you say yes to requests from others on your time. You are comfortable saying no to others with love and respect and you often do. You feel like you have agency over your life and choices. Yellow, you are working towards having better boundaries, though you know you still have a long way to go. It's gotten easier to say no to requests that don't align with your priorities and needs, and you do sometimes do it, but it still brings up some hesitation and guilt. Red, saying no to others is painful for you, and you rarely do it. You are exhausted from meeting everyone else's needs and often feel resentful. Occasionally, you will lash out at others because you've reached your breaking point. Okay, color that in. We are going to talk about sanctify your soul care next. Uh, this is green. You can define the three to five self-care habits that are essential for you, and you have a consistent routine for making sure those needs are met most days. You take care of yourself as thoughtfully as you take care of everyone else in your family. 
yellow. You generally take pretty good care of yourself, but when your life gets busy, your self-care is the thing that you cut. You haven't given much thought to what your soul needs. You want to define your essentials and build more consistent routines around them. And red, you have very few, if any, consistent habits for self-care and you often feel depleted, exhausted, and out of alignment with your values. Your life feels chaotic and you are the last person whose physical and or emotional needs you consider throughout the day. You keep pushing it to the back burner thinking someday I will take care of myself. Tell me in the chat, how are you doing on that one? Sanctify your soul care is the hardest one for me personally. Jordan says red for sure. Yikes, Whitney says. <laughs> Miranda says, oh, that was a painful red. Red, Mimi says, and emotional along with it. Yeah, if you feel emotional looking at this and seeing the red, that is totally okay. And the first step is now you know. Now you know and you can see on paper that you're not doing well in these areas and you have a place to work towards and to work from. I definitely identify with the yikes, Hannah said. <laughs> Yellow with hints of red, surprisingly red. Okay, let's go on to pursue your purpose. Green, you can articulate your life's purpose beyond motherhood and you weave aspects of that purpose into all the roles of your life, including motherhood. You don't feel guilty investing time, energy, and resources into pursuing this purpose because you know it makes you a better contributor to this world and a much happier human being. Yellow, you have a few ideas of what your life's purpose might be, though you haven't spent much time reflecting on it or how you could pursue it in your current phase of life. You do sometimes yearn for more purpose and would like to make a concrete plan for how to do that in the midst of your busy family life. Red, you often feel lost and a bit unmoored. Pursuing your life's purpose is the farthest thing from your mind because you are barely surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of family life. You feel out of touch with your desires and you almost never invest time or money into your own hobbies or passion. So go with your gut and color it in. And now we are going to move into love your people. How are you doing in this trimester of the framework? We're going to gather the good. If you're green, you are able to identify flecks of gold with your loved ones and within your loved ones every day. You generally focus on your children's positive behaviors instead of always harping on the negative. If someone asked your child what his or her mom loves about him, they would be able to answer with something concrete. And I love that last line because do your kids know what you love about them? Do you talk about the good and focus on it? Yellow, some days you are able to find the flex of gold. Other days, it feels impossible. You find yourself nagging your kids more than building them up, but it's something you are aware of and working on. You can see the good in your life, but you don't always know how to focus on it. And red, it's very difficult right now to see the good within your life or your loved ones. You are primarily focused on annoying and negative behaviors, and you worry about the negative momentum in your home. You crave more peace and hope. We are going to move to communicate for connection. How are you doing in this area? If you are green, color it in on your VIN diagram. You allow your loved ones to feel their emotions without silencing them or shaming them. You don't yell often, but when you do, you apologize and talk through it, leading to greater connection. So when you're communicating for connection, you're not just shutting down emotion. You're allowing that emotion to be there and you're talking through it and you're communicating about it both your own emotions and other people's. Yellow, 
you are actively working on not yelling as often, but it feels like you still have a long way to go. You sometimes feel distant and disconnected from the people you love, and you worry that your nonverbal commun communication might be making that worse. And by nonverbal communication, I was thinking cell phone use. <laughs> that your cell phone use, if you're distracted, may be communicating and causing a lack of connection. Although there's lots of other nonverbal communication as well. That one was calling myself out. Red, you yell at your family much more often than you would like. You feel like you don't have concrete skills to de-escalate their behaviors and manage their emotions or yours. You are often distracted and your body language communicates tension or disinterest. Someone in the chat said, I was thinking eye rolling. <laughs> eye rolling, sighing, all those things are- Avoiding. Nonverbal body language. Like you may not be a yeller, but you may be a silent treatment person. Mm -hmm. And then our final section here is support their struggles. If you're green in this area, you feel equipped to support your children and partner through the particular struggles and diagnoses that they face right now. You recognize that their struggles are not about you and you give heartfelt support in the ways that feel aligned for you. So I'm going to read that one more time because I'm feeling a little distracted and maybe some of you are too. You feel equipped to support your children and partner through the particular struggles and diagnoses that they face right now. You recognize that their struggles are not about you and you give heartfelt support in the ways that feel aligned to you. Yellow, you know it's not your job to fix your loved one's struggles, but you don't feel adequately equipped just yet to support them. It feels like you don't have the time, resources, bandwidth, or emotional stamina to support them in the way that you'd like, but you are working on it. And red, you are completely overwhelmed by the struggles that your children or partner are facing right now, and you don't know where to start with looking for tools and resources. A part of you feels like it's your job to fix them, and the worry you feel is often all-consuming. You feel a general lack of hope around your children's struggles. So how are you doing in supporting their struggles? Green, yellow, or red? Tell us in the chat. Jessica said, I'm so good at this for my kids, but I need to focus on helping my spouse. Yep, orange, I see someone is orange here. Any other thoughts? Little kids struggles are pretty easy for me, but man, teenagers are so much harder, Jordan said. Yeah, and I'm getting that my son's 11 and I'm already starting to feel that. And some of my best friends have teenagers and it's, it is intense. I feel like I have several best friends right now that are in intense struggle with their teenagers and trying to figure out how to support them. So I feel you on that, Jordan. And we really do need the support of our mom group when we go through those times, because when they're teens, we can't really talk about it really openly, the struggles that they're going through. So that's why we need our best friends that we can share with and talk to about the hard stuff so we can support them. Courtney says, I'm doing okay with two kids and blood red with one kid who does not want any help, support, or input from us. And that's interesting. It can be different depending on the child. Thanks for pointing that out, Courtney. Okay, so now you have a wheel of well being. You have a visual of how you are doing, and it's broken down and made concrete for how you are doing within your motherhood. If you are willing and you want to hold it up and show us, it's kind of fun to see where other women are. You don't have to unless you want to, but I love seeing these Venn diagrams. Oh, I see a couple of them. I see some greens and yellows and reds, and that's totally normal. Respond in the chat and let me know, how do you feel looking at your Venn diagram? 
What are you feeling right now as you look at it? I love that someone said honest. I think that's, that's a better place for growth than guilty, right? Like when we can see it and recognize it, it's like, okay, now we know, now we can do better. It's like that Maya Angelou quote. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's so much better to be honest than to be in denial and mm-hmm. be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. It's like, <laughs> look no, at all these I'm reds, fine. but everything's fine. <laughs> look at this. I'm not fine. You know, mm-hmm. Courtney says, I feel hopeful. I'm so glad to hear that. Cause I do worry sometimes if you look at your chart and you see a lot of red, that it might feel discouraging. And I don't want you to feel that way. It's okay. If you feel that way, emotions are all okay, but I want you to take from that. Okay. We can move towards green. We mm-hmm. can move one by one through these areas. We can move towards green. Miranda said, no wonder I'm struggling. And I love that insight. Like, yeah, this is why I'm struggling. I'm not just a wimp. Like all of this stuff is coming together in my life and it's no wonder I'm struggling. Carol says, I see places I can focus. Louisa said, a little discouraged because there are almost no greens. And Louisa, that's okay. You don't have to be in all greens. And that's what we're going to be working towards as we give you some action steps of what to do next. Do you want to read any more of these, Stacey? Yeah. Melanie said, I feel selfish. My two greens are about pursuing myself and that feels selfish. And I think that we work really hard on that word because there was a reason Rachel included this in the framework. If she was to just take away us out of the equation, that's what happens with burnout. And so maybe you feel selfish because that's the gut reaction. But again, we look at that with study your story in taking care of yourself as a human being is the best thing you can do for your family, but it's all in balance. Right. And so it's great that you have greens there. It's, yeah. it's really a good yeah. place to start from too. And to grow from, I mean, and there's a reason why two of the three main tenants of this framework are about you. That's not selfish. After you get these nailed down, then you can do this last trimester of the framework so much better. In fact, you almost can't do this well, love your people well, mm-hmm. until you know yourself and you're honoring your needs. Yeah. So, and yeah. you can try and you can convince yourself that you're doing a good job. But at the end of the day, if you're hitting the pillow saying, you know, who am I or what am I doing here? But my kids are all taken care of. That's not a good feeling to have. At least yeah. for me, I didn't want that feeling anymore. No, for <laughs> sure. Yes. So where do you go from here? So my challenge for you is look at your Venn diagram and choose one area that you want to focus in on this week. Maybe it's the area that's the most red, or maybe it's the area that sounds the most fun to you. Maybe you're not ready to work on the reds yet. (laughs) That's okay. I would really encourage you to choose something from that first pillar, if possible, of know yourself, because that is the foundation of doing everything else well, but you decide it's up to you. Look at your Venn diagram. And I want you to write down on your Venn one specific action that you're going to take to try to increase your well-being in one of the areas of your Venn diagram and be as specific as you can so that you'll actually do it. Instead of just saying like, oh, I'm going to voice my values. Well, like, what does that mean? How are you going to do that this week? Choose one specific action and then please share it in the chat so that we can be inspired by each other on the action that we want to take. Hannah says, I'm going to tell my kids three concrete things I love about each of them at bedtime. I love how actionable that is. I would push back a little bit and challenge you, Hannah, that if this isn't something that you've been regularly doing, 
then maybe you should just start with one concrete thing. As women, we're so likely to like jump to like a huge change. And it's like, maybe just telling them one concrete thing you love about them is enough for now. And then you can work up from there. Louisa says, sanctify your soul care because that feels the most concrete and actionable. Again, I'm going to push back on you a little bit, Louisa. What are you going to do to sanctify your soul care? What's the one action you're going to take this week to take better care of your soul? And write that down. Stacy, what do you see coming in? Similar with like these broad, wonderful things. I'm going to focus on my self-care. I'm going to find out all my values. Those are big. So maybe make it more concrete and say, I'm going to take three deep breaths the next time that I feel triggered. Or I'm, oh, I love this one. Emily B said, I'm going to work on looking my family members in the eye when I speak to them. And I want you each to, instead of I'm going to do this, just state it like you're going to. Stacy is going to look at Oliver when he talks to her. I am going to look at Oliver in the eye when I talk to him because that changes it into a future focused action and something that you are going to do today, tomorrow, like something that you'll do, not that you're going to do. Because we're all going to sleep at some point. We're all going to take care of ourselves at some point. It's about making sure you're doing it today. Yeah. So Louisa clarified further for Sanctify Your Soul Care. She said, I'm going to get more sleep. And I'd say go even more specific. Than what that. time, Louisa? Yeah. I'm setting an alarm for you. What time are you going to bed tonight? I'm going to figure out my strengths and write them down, Michelle said. I'd like to voice my values. I'd love to hear the green for that. And you're going to get a list of all of the definitions for those. So I love seeing these concrete action steps. And I hope that you will use your framework and look at it and make small goals that go with each element of the framework. And I also want to invite you that if you are looking at this and you're thinking, I want to really dive into this, I want more. There's gotta be a way that I can do this work with others in community, not all by myself, with mentors. Then I would like to invite you to join my full Self-Assured Motherhood program, which as I mentioned at the beginning of class, is open right now. It'll only be open for one more week and it opens once a year. So if you're feeling the tug, you're looking at your VIN and you're like, I want to do this and I want support and community. Now is the time to join. So the Self-Assured Motherhood program is a nine month program to help you find more meaning in motherhood by finding more confidence in yourself. And it's nine months because we focus one month on each one of the pillars. So we spend a month on voice your values, a month on celebrate your strengths, and we move through them. It is incredibly comprehensive, transformational, life-changing experience. And here are some of the faces of some of the women that have gone through this program and they're holding their before and after Venn diagrams. So you can see for a lot of them that there was a lot of yellow and red at the beginning of their journey to self-assured motherhood. Some have more green, some have more red, and that's okay. We all started a different place. What I love about these pictures is the, you can see the quantifiable progress, which again is so hard sometimes as a mom to know, like, am I improving? Am I getting better? You can see that in their Venn diagrams. I mean, look at how much green there is here. And here, like she still has quite a few yellows, but she has a couple greens and she doesn't have any reds anymore. And the progress is so individualized. And so this is at the beginning of their nine months and this is at the end of their nine months. So I want you to envision yourself in this place. What could your diagram look like nine months from now if you had support and mentorship and the classes that we're gonna teach on each one of these topics? 
So the program details, we're gonna focus on one pillar each month and it'll be one class per week. You can attend it live if you would like. We record that class live, but you do not have to attend it live in order to get the full value out of the course. If the time doesn't work for you or you work outside the home, we have a private podcast feed where you can listen to all of the replays of the class. And we also have meaningful homework assignments. We have a comprehensive workbook that goes through everything. So you can listen to the calls, do the workbook, and then engage in the online community and get support from the women there. And then at the end of each month, we have a capstone assignment to really help you solidify what you learned. So many of us, myself included, we do a whole bunch of learning and not very much doing. I listen to so many podcasts and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. And then I don't take action. I don't implement in my life. And that's what this program is for, is it helps you to go from listening, like if you're a regular listener to my show, to actually doing it. And all of the assignments and lessons are built with the busy mom life in mind. So they're not over the top. They're small, simple, actionable ways that you can start to grow in each one of these pillars. What is one example of a capstone assignment? So this is a really simple one, but for Voice Your Values, by the end of the month, you will have identified through our process, through our exercise, your five core values and how you can use them in your life. And the capstone assignment is simply to display them visually somewhere in your home. Because if you're anything like me, you will identify your values and then you will forget about them. <laughs> and so the capstone is in whatever way works for you. If you want to get artsy with it, you can. If you want to just write them on a sticky note and put them on the fridge, you can. So that's an example of a small but meaningful capstone assignment that they're all to get you to actually take action. And then you take a picture of it, of what you decided to do to display your values and you share it in our online community and all the women in there support you and cheer you on. And it is the best group of women ever. So that's an example of kind of the process that we go through for each month. And just to answer this quickly, Mini asks, what is the usual time for the live class? So the live classes will be at 11 a.m. Mountain Time on Thursdays is when we'll be recording those. And then they'll be posted to the private podcast feed by 1 p.m. Thursdays. So we'll do it right away after. So if you want to get in the habit of like, I always listen on my way home on Thursdays or whatever it is so you can build it into your schedule, we want to make that possible for you. This is a Sam spotlight from last time. This is Whitney. This is her before and this is her after. And I love that she is like very evenly split in her before. She has three reds, three yellows and three greens. And by the end, she has seven greens and two yellows, which is incredible progress. She sent an email to us on our last day of class unsolicited. She sent an email and sent us this picture. And here's some quotes of some things she said in her email. I got permission from her to share. She said, I'm so much more patient with my kids, but more importantly, more patient with myself. I loved hearing I wasn't alone in how I was feeling. I felt so much support and absolutely no judgment from the other women in the group. She said, my husband has noticed the change in me and has mentioned over and over how worth the money this class was, which I love that because it is a financial investment that you make, you know, that decision as a family and as a couple I love that her husband could see the return on their investment as well in the changes that he saw within his wife. 
Another Sam alumni spotlight. This is Fiona. She is from the UK. And so she was our resident Brit and she had the cute accent and all of her comments. So we all just loved hearing from her. And she says, it might sound over the top, but you've honestly changed my life. I feel like a different person to who I was back in September. I've had family and friends comment that I seem so much happier and it's all down to the course. Look at my diagram. It's mostly green now. Hooray. With undertones of yellow, we're never finished or perfect, right? And I love that she wove that in because the goal of this class is not for you to be perfect. And it's not for you to get to solid green. That is the work of a lifetime. And some seasons you're going to regress a little bit. Things are going to be harder and maybe you're going to be red for a time, but you're going to have the tools to know how to get back to the green or back to the yellow if you slide into the red. So you can see her before and her after as well. Here's a few more FAQs. When will the live classes take place? We already mentioned this, but they will be live on Zoom on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Private podcast feed for those who can't attend live. And what that means is that it will be directly in your podcast app. So you won't have to like log into like a portal to listen to the replay and you have to dig through your email to find the password. It'll be right in your podcast player and it will be a private link just for you so you can listen to those replays. The course will run from October to June. Those will be the nine months that we do it. And it will be three weeks on, one week off for those live classes to give you the chance to catch up because we know you're busy. So if you fall behind, you'll have that last week of the month to make sure you're caught up on class, you're caught up on homework. And that also leaves time for holidays because there's some big holiday breaks coming up and we don't want you to feel stressed and like you're falling behind if you're not doing the class during the holiday breaks. How much time will I need to devote to this class each week? 90 minutes. I know, you know, your life is busy and full, but when I thought about this, I thought, you know, I spend 90 minutes per week on Instagram, probably at least. And so if I could redirect the time that I'm spending on some distractions to this, then it will be so worth my while. And so it'll be 60 minutes for class and then about 30 minutes for the homework each week. So what makes this program special? There are so many parenting programs out there and they're wonderful. I really do feel like the SAM program, Self-Assured Motherhood or SAM as we call it, is different than those, which is why we created it. And I thought I would let the alumni of the program tell you why the program is special. So I actually have some video testimonials from them and I'm gonna share those next. So this first one is from Abby. And she talks about the comprehensive curriculum and why that makes the program special. So you can hear from her. Everything in this course builds. Like you, you could just grab any one section and do the work in there and it would be beneficial, but the real power in it is in collectively doing each pillar one by one. All the parenting work I really did prior to that was on, you know, figuring out the right things to say to my kids and the right ways to manage different situations with them. It was all focused on them. And it feels like so much of the program, a big chunk of it is about focusing inward. You know, what's important to me? Why do I react to things the way I do? Like, what are my needs and what lights me up? And I feel like that self-awareness has really been life-changing for me. Like, I feel like I'm healthier emotionally. I feel like I'm more confident and I'm quicker to give myself grace when I mess up. It feels like it's actually a lot easier now to apply all of those 
parenting strategies that I've been collecting over the years. So what I loved about that testimonial and what meant so much to me is that um, she talked about how, you know, so much parenting education is on strategies of what to do with your kids. But you can't be successful with that until you have addressed the stuff that's in yourself. You know, so this this curriculum is comprehensive. It builds. It's not just a workshop that you sign up that's a one time thing and you feel inspired and then you go home and you can't do it because it's building slowly over time. It's also not like a membership that's just kind of a choose your own adventure where you like log in and you're like, there's a million classes and you just kind of randomly select whatever class you wanna watch that day. It's very deliberately built in a way that leads to your success over the long term. So I really feel like the, that's what makes the SAM program special. And I'm grateful that Abby could see that as well. Another thing that makes the program special is the meaningful community. And I wanna let Celeste tell you about that. One of my favorite parts of the program was just the community of women. I felt like everyone was such a good listener and so empathetic. You would hear other women's experiences. Um, it was really hard to feel alone. Like you often feel in motherhood where you're like, I'm the only one experiencing this. My kids are the only ones doing this. And everyone was so good to listen that it was, it was just nice to hop on and to feel seen and to feel heard. And I just have to reiterate what Celeste said there. This is like the best group of women on the internet in this program, I swear to you. There were 80 women who did our program last round and you would think like, oh, that's a big group. Like I'll, I'll get lost. These women supported each other and jumped in. We have a community board that is, it's like a Facebook group, but not because I can't do Facebook because of the political posts and the distraction, but it's a separate thing you log on to. You can do it on your computer or your phone. And it's like a giant cheer squad of women supporting each other as we go through this work and sharing their hearts and sharing their struggles. And so I'm glad that Celeste said it was hard to feel alone because you could really relate to these other women. And then the third and final thing that I think makes this program One of my special is the gentle accountability. And I'm going to let Taylor tell you about that. My favorite thing about the SAM course definitely was the gentle accountability. And I use the word gentle because that's what it was. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like you and Stacy were forcing us to be perfect, to attend everything. Just genuinely, you guys were concerned. You were our cheerleaders. I felt like you guys were in our corner. And when you guys were advertising this course, I was like, I need that accountability moving forward because I love listening to the podcast, but I'll listen to them driving and I won't sit down and do the, you know, three takeaways or the exercises or the extra resources that you guys give. And so I was like, this is my chance to be able to dive deep and to reflect and listen to this and give it my all. So that accountability, if you are somebody who listens <laughs> and doesn't take action, the course will give you that. So before we end, I just want to tell you a little bit about my own journey to self-assured motherhood. This really started for me 10 years ago when my son was about one. And then when my daughter was born, I desperately wanted to love motherhood. I had fought hard for these babies. As I told you, my son is adopted. My daughter was conceived through IVF. And I was expecting to love every minute of it. And I was devastated that I didn't. I was devastated that I felt 
so unmoored and so lost and so unseen in this role. And so I, I mean, in these pictures, I feel like you can see the joy in my face. I, I loved my children deeply, but I didn't love motherhood, even though I loved my children. And I wanted to figure out how to love my day-to-day -day life and how to love motherhood more. And so I went on this journey with therapy and interviewing experts and reading books to figure that out. The other day, I filled out this framework of where I would have been back then, back when those pictures were taken. Obviously, this framework didn't exist because I hadn't created it yet. But had it existed, this is what it would have looked like for me. A whole lot of red and a few yellows. And I want you to see what my framework looks like today. So this is my framework today. I'm still yellow and sanctify your soul care, still working on that piece of taking care of my body and nurturing my body well. I'm so passionate about the work that I do that I would much rather ignore my body and just go full in on my passion, the work that I do being three and 30 and the self-assured motherhood program and all of this. So I'm still working on that, but I am so green and I'm so happy. And I not only love my children, I love motherhood and I love my day-to-day -day life. And that's what I want for all of you. And that's why I created the Self-Assured Motherhood Program so that I can be, and Stacy can be, and the women in the group can be a support and a mentor for you to help you to get from wherever you are in your then to a more green place, a more fulfilled, peaceful place in the future. So what will you get out of Sam? This is kind of the quantitative, like the list of the things that are included. So it's a nine-month curriculum with 27 live classes, nine group Q&A sessions. We do that once a month for each topic and a comprehensive workbook that's going to be like 100 pages long. You're going to get a self-evaluation toolkit. You're going to get the private online community with all of the women, a private podcast feed, as well as one year of continued access to the course after the program ends in case you need to go back and review anything or you miss some sections this is the value. This is not what we are charging you, but this is the value of all of this quantitative stuff that you get. But even more than that, what will you get out of Sam? This is the qualitative. This is how your life will change and what I hope for you to feel when you end Sam. So how will your life look differently nine months from today? You'll go through your days feeling more confident and clear. You'll delight more fully in your children. You will have a new group of trusted friends who support you. Your life will feel intentional instead of chaotic. And you will be choosing your life every day. And whenever I read through this list, I always think of that old masterclass commercial, like priceless. Because <laughs> it really is, right? Like what, what would we pay to get these outcomes in our life? Like it's priceless. And the self-assured motherhood framework can help you to get there. So since we're talking about priceless, we need to talk about the investments. So I'm encouraging all of you to invest in yourself by doing this course. That is difficult for moms to do. I know that it is. And I know that you're stretched. You're stretched with caring for the needs of your family and your spouse. And so I wanted to ask you to think about where you're spending your money now to support the well-being of the people in your life. Maybe you're paying for therapy for yourself or others. I love therapy. I'm a huge fan for your children or yourself. Maybe you're paying for your children's music lessons, 
for their sports teams, for a college course, for yourself or for your partner or for professional development for your career. These are all super worthwhile things that we invest in. But as moms, sometimes we are so quick to invest in the well-being of our children, in the growth and the passion and the development of our children or of our partner or of our or our partner's career. And we forget that like motherhood is our lifelong career. Motherhood deserves professional development and we deserve to be happy within our motherhood. So I wanted to remind you of that to encourage you that it's okay to spend some money on yourself and your own well-being within your motherhood. So the investment to join Sam is $129 per month. If you pay in one payment, you'll get in a month free. We really want to make this something that you will take seriously and you will invest in and that we can provide the high quality of instruction and curriculum that you deserve. Before we end, I wanted to remind you of, this is a quote that I read that really struck me a few years ago. People always look at the cost of a coach, a course, or a book. They don't look at how much it's costing them to stay where they are. And I thought about that in connection with self-assured motherhood. And I thought about like staying in unfulfillment, staying in burnout, staying in mom guilt. That is costly. And so I hope that you will consider the cost of staying where you are and make the investment in yourself by joining us in self-assured motherhood. And I just have one more testimonial that I want to share that speaks to this. This is Dorothy. I love in her Venn diagram, you can see how red she was at the beginning of the program. And then look at how much better she was doing by the end. She went all in on her own personal development and it paid off big time. And I want you to hear kind of her words about the course. I'm such a different person. If I think about a year ago and my husband agrees, he's just like, it's just amazing. I've been able to handle challenges before would just kind of shut down a little bit and feel sorry for myself. And now, you know, I'm able, there's so many tools that I could use. I feel like at the end of the class, I was in the best place of my life. I can't say enough how useful this program is. If people are considering it. Don't be intimidated by the cost and don't be intimidated by the work. It is a lot of work and it's hard work, but it's at a pace where you can keep up and you can really focus on each section, each pillar and make some progress and it builds on it. I love that. I love that she said, don't be intimidated by the cost and don't be intimidated by the work. You can do this. You can do this work. It's hard work, but we are right there with you. We're supporting you every step of the way and guiding you along your path to self-assured motherhood, to more fulfillment, to more green, to more joy in your life. And so if the time is right for you, don't wait. Enrollment closes on September 23rd at midnight. It'll be closed for a year. So sign up at selfassuredmotherhood.com and we'll put that in the chat again. And I also just want to say thank you so much for spending some of your day with me today. I know how precious your time is. It was an honor. I love teaching you. And I want more than anything for you to find that fulfillment and joy that you deserve to have in motherhood.